So we have some more discussion. Bring in my pal, Andrew Giuliani, who is running for governor of the state of New York in this election. He's a former associate director of the Office of Public Liaison in the Trump administration. He's a Newsmax TV contributor. He's a great pal of mine. Uh, I think, frankly, he's uh, already on the road to being smarter than his old man. So I thought I'd bring him in and uh, have a little conversation. Andrew Giuliani, how are you, my friend? Well, Director, you know, you say a lot of truth. I don't know if that last part was truth, but I certainly appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've watched you grow and, you know, you were terrific in the White House. Uh, Look, I had lunch with Lee Zeldin. I'm not really here to talk politics. I'm really here to get your take. You know, it it may be tragic, but um, the, the fundamental problem with Joe Biden is his demonization of law enforcement. That was Heather McDonald's phrase in her fabulous Wall Street Journal editorial this past week. And the reality is, I think, Andrew, Democrats around the country, certainly Biden, but Democrats around the country and in this state of New York don't like cops. And I think that's a gigantic problem. And that problem needs to be fixed. 100%. And I would look at it this way, right? When you look at the defund the police movement, and specifically, and I know that it was amended yesterday, I would call it tweaked. But uh, when you look at the memo that Alvin Bragg sent out to his ADAs on just the third day of office, um, he was taking an approach that actually is the exact opposite of broken windows policing. Broken windows, as you highlighted before, uh, was the theory that became... Uh, that was put into practice in New York in the 90s that was able to take the murder and violent crime rate down 65 and 80 percent in five short years and then eventually over the course of a decade and a half down 90 percent. He actually is taking the exact opposite approach of broken windows. I would say it's even worse than the opposite approach because he's saying that armed robbery and resisting arrest were also not going to prosecute as violent crime. So he's adding those in to nonviolent crimes. And guess what? We're getting the opposite results. We're seeing that. We've seen it over the last few years of de Blasio. Unfortunately, we're seeing it in the first month uh, of the new administration. We have to give him time to fix it. But but I also wonder uh, as well, Larry, if you have if a mayor who wants to fix the crime problem has a D.A. who's not going to prosecute criminals and then on top of them has a governor and a state Senate and a state assembly that does not want to touch the bail reform laws. Uh, is there anybody else that's going to help in this quest? That's the issue. Now, um, I think on on Bragg's list in that memo, he downgraded assaulting cops to a misdemeanor, not a felony, misdemeanor, assaulting cops, yeah. which Absolutely. to, to me is arrest. Yep. yeah, resisting arrest. So I'm reading. Um, your dad was quoted in the Miranda Divine column in the New York Post. Miranda's terrific. And he basically said, look, the guy should be, he should have one chance to uh, completely reverse his memo. And failing that, he should be fired by the governor. Yep. And I just, you know, reading that did my heart good. Uh, as I said, I would have asked Rudy to come on, but I frankly would rather talk to you, even though I, I do love Rudy, who <laughs> I've known him for 40 years. But, I mean, you can't – you can't op- there can be no reduction of crime while those uh, attitudes and postures continue. 
One hundred percent. And I have pledged uh, on day one of my administration that anybody who violates their oath of office the way that Alvin Bragg has. So any of the 62 DAs around the state, if they violate their oath of office and, and recategorize complete different categories of crime, reclassify complete categories of crime the way that he has, um, I would get them, take them into my office, have a conversation. If they're not amenable to changing their ways, I would give them their pink slip. Mm. Because, it, look, I think in looking at this and looking at the way that Kathy Hochul is currently handling bail reform, currently handling Alvin Bragg, I think she's looking more at the Democratic primary than she is the welfare of New York citizens. And unfortunately, we're going to continue to see crime rise all across our cities, all across the state. This is not just in New York City, Larry. This is also in Rochester, where they recorded the most murders ever in recorded history last year. Buffalo had one of the highest rates in recorded history. The same thing with Albany. So, you know, the constant in all this is bail reform, as well as the defund the police movement that we've seen over the last couple of years. Let me ask you a question. Is it legal for Bragg to just recategorize these crimes? I I believe it's a complete, you know, I believe he's actually violated his oath of office Mm. when you actually read it. And if you look under Article 8, Section 13B, for anybody who wants to look it up, of the New York State Constitution, uh, the governor can fire him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he has a right to a hearing uh, by the legislature, um, but the governor ultimately can can give him his pink slip. Now, in this legislature, you, you never know what that ends up looking like, as we have uh, two super majorities who, you know, even looking at bail reform as there was discussions of, of changing this. And as Adams has, has asked the legislator to look at it, you had Carl Hasty and, and Stork Cousins who have said, we're not going to touch it. That's where the governor needs to step in and say, I'm going to be the leader of this party. Uh, and I need to make sure that my citizens, my 19.5 million New Yorkers, uh, are safe. She's choosing not to do that because she wants to lock up the Democratic nomination. Uh, unfortunately, the Democratic Party should not be the party of anti-cops mm. and of more crime, right? I mean, we should just be having different discussions on uh, on economic policy, but we shouldn't we shouldn't have discussions on uh, whether or not we're going to protect our citizens. You know, Larry, one of the things I used to say about you, and, and this is, you know, this is a little bit off topic, but I, I used to say, you know, th- there's nobody that can dislike Larry Kudlow. I don't care if you agree with him on economic policy, disagree with him, but if you do disagree with him, you're probably a socialist because <laughs> he makes complete sense when it comes to economic policy. Well, I just, uh, I think the voters are going to revolt against all of this. Anyway, Andrew Giuliani, do say hello to your old man. He's a good, he's a good, good fella. And thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it.